Now you are the best. Good crotch shot. <laughs> Welcome to Fallout Podcast. It's probably 71. Special you, number. You've really, you've, you've really lost it, haven't you, over the last couple of episodes? Just announcing numbers at random. Special <laughs> number eight, a.k.a. era... <laughs> Something today, your future, our clutter, whatever year that was from, your future, our clutter. Oh, that was a good record. 2009? Your future. So we're looking at 2010 all the way to the to the, the heights of 2013 era fall, which means we're looking at your future, our clutter, Ursats GB and Remit, joined as always by Pip. Sage, Walker, and probably Tiny Tim. How is everyone this evening? Smashing. Glandular. Uh, Covided. Oh, you yeah. bugger that, you Al? Well, <laughs> no sympathy, no pity, but no. What, what, are you looking forward to this uh, trek, Alistair? Uh, it should be a lot of fun, uh, you know, just to see how a uh, diseased little mind has processed it all this week. Oh, God. Oh, God. Philip? <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is this is such a great era for me. Being a guitarist, there's uh, there's lots to talk about. Greenway! <laughs> <laughs> Ezra, how are you feeling about this endeavour? Yeah, it's good. I mean, I've only before now listened up to your future our clutter all the way through um so it's been interesting to hear the entirety of Urzats and remit and the remainder lest we forget you feel a better person for it Ezra. well we'll get into that later won't we no spoilers <laughs> the story so far four friends form post pistols band for real grammar baines smith m baines riley paul burns 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 bingo witch trials shanley scanlon dragnet hanley p slates hexen undilutable slang truth riley gone perverted bricks e smith w and f escape lecky pan pipers pop mediocre saving grace funky sigh ben sinister what's that pain dr schofield orange ballet friend Bricks gone. Major label extricate. Brahma two. Leon. Brahma out. Shift work. D Bush and his machines. Code selfish. Top ten LP. MCR. Bricks two. Scanlon out. Regret. Nagel. Light user. Yeah. Bricks out. Boo. Free fall. Levitate. Fight. Arrest. Abuse. Shame. Shanley out. Game over. Nope. Marshall sweet. Wilding. Unutterable. Blaney. Missing winner. Future TLCs, watch Critchard, Burt Whistle, Elaney, Real New Fall, Ooh, Desert Abandonment, Reformation, Nadia, The Lads, Spur, Melling, Greenway, Imperial Wax, and now, with just a whiff of the pub, some late era consistency, question mark, question mark, question mark. The story so far, let's start with LP number 27, Your Future, Our Clutter. Released April 2010, recorded in Castleford and Salt. Post Punk says Wikipedia. Domino, oh, produced by Ross Orton of Add End to X, Simon Archer of the Pixies, Tim Robbins, Scout Comedian, probably, and Mark E. Smith of the Fall. Uh, Philip, before we get into it, can we have a listen to some of the tracks? Sure. <coughs> Just the best ones there. Oh, aye. Here's Instruments. I 
deserve rock and roll that's correct mm. what, a, what a treat what a treat that was um so far only cowboy george chino and weather report have gone through the record there's a couple left and mexico wax solvents still left to come but uh hot cake out berry out cowboy gregory out uh, heads being shaken left right and center <laughs> Um, your future clutter 27th studio album released <clears throat> on Domino home of the Arctic Monkeys the, uh, um, went to number 38 in the UK charts the first one to trouble the charts for quite a few years I think I'm sure I'm totally wrong on that um, Smith Palou Peter P.P. Greenway Dave the Eagle Spur and Kieran Melling Ezra I'm going to come to you first because you seem more distant disappointed than than all of us in our lack of love for yfoc yeah um i think this is and you know with the caveat that i haven't listened to um sublingual or uh, new facts all the way through proper proper yet um for me this is like their best in their later years with this incarnation of the band uh imperial wax solvent also really fucking nice a real pleasing album but here i feel like they like just hit a home run and it it's pretty fucking excellent from front to back as far as i'm concerned the only questionable element is the presence of 
that's an interesting comment. But yeah, like it, it's got OFYC, Showcase, Bury, uh, YFOC, Chino, Funnel of Love, 986 Generator, Weather Report 2, Cowboy George are on there. And I think all of those tracks fucking kill it. And the other tracks on there are also pretty damn good. Like all the tracks feel like proper tracks rather than like, I don't know, some some stuff that we might come into bit later a bit further down the road it's a really nice psychedelic swampy piece of album it's yeah it's splendid it certainly is are you sure it's great but it's one of yours it's case made for your future our clutter well done Ezra for the stompy brand I'm not stamping I'm just leaving a good pause so I can edit all that stuff out Philip Rigby what do you make yeah. of your future our clutter so I've, I, I've, I've really struggled I probably say this every time I do one of these, but just trying to find a bit of a through line with, with these albums. I, I, I came to the conclusion that um, Imperial Wax Solvent's a very different beast, isn't it? It's uh, there's a lot of production time been spent on Imperial Wax Solvent, and like I was like I was saying before we started recording, I've, I've kind of zoned in on the guitars really for these three albums because um, I thought it was worth exploring. We've done a lot of uh, done a lot of heavy criticism of the greenware and these are the greenware years um, and it occurred to me yesterday as I was as I was putting some notes together that the last album that we did uh, last time Imperial Wax Solvent was the first album with this lineup. so in in band terms this becomes then the tricky second album doesn't it we get to see exactly what we're made of um, the I think the uh, the showing by the rhythm section is good competent not particularly exciting but is is all you know doesn't it's nothing embarrassing though um i think eleni shines on quite a few tracks here there's loads of really nice synths and electronics going on on the album and then the guitar it's I, I I'm in I'm in a few different minds about what's going on here. But the if you listen to Imperial Wax Solvent, and I, I spent a little bit of time going through that as well this week. It's very it, the production is very different on that album. There's lots of layering going on. The, even the guitars, it's not unusual for three or four different guitar lines to be getting played, all nicely pro tooled up. Um, whereas this album, the approach is very different. The guitar is much more stripped back. It's one or two tracks maybe three at the very most, but it's only going to be the texturing going on. And so you re- it strips Greenware back in terms of what he can and can't do. And we start to see some, he starts to try and do a few different things with the sounds. So I started to log where these different styles were coming from, and we've got a bit of the edge, you two, bit of bit of that digga 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 going on, bit a few bits of harmonics being dropped in here, and though I caught them being I don't think you've hit them in the mix. Um, then there's bits of like Led Zeppelin coming in with like slippy floor and all that kind of thing, like hot dog kind of playing. But because it's much more stripped back, um, you can't hide as many things in the mix really. And I, I'm in two minds as to whether this was deliberate from Greenware to try and show his prowess off, or whether this is more Mark doing a bit of a room to live type thing with the guitar and uh, saying, no, take the distortion off, take that off. No, you can only have one track on the mix.
minutes. Let's see what you can do. And in some things, it works. Uh, I think he's he's great at doing those powerhouse stamina performances, like strumming away all the way through, like Cowboy Duran, where he's, he's kind of really going for it all the way through. But it's it's kind of, it's a stiff arm style, is what I'd call it. And it whilst it's uh, impressive on things like that, which is just doing the same thing endurance-wise, when it comes to doing something a little bit more tasteful, a little bit more kind of light touch, a bit more kind of... Uh, pernickety with your technical with your playing I think he falls a little bit on this album. I think it's it struggles a bit and it's also my ear like um, some of it is first idea uh, that he's not he's either not been allowed to develop by Smith or he's, he's just kind of run with it and that's that's there's a thing in strategy that you call satisfice the, sa- the things that satisfy are the best solutions things that satisfy is stuff that works um, you don't spend too much time on it and I think there's a lot of that on this album but it's not without its high point um, there's there's, there's a, a ton of tracks on here that I love. Uh, Barry would have just been excellent about it, but um, I think Chino and Weather Report too as well are, are really really great tracks. But um, it's there's nothing here that shines from a guitarist point. It's, it's it kind of limps along a little bit really. So that's that's my main takeaway from this album. Although I, I do think the last track is a stormer. I love that about to really. Yeah, I think the right ones have gone through. I think the ones that stand out and do something different other than probably Barry yeah Barry could have gone through Cowboy George Chino Weather Report and don't forget 9X's Generate the uh, the bonus track went through as well um, but Weather, Weather Report is is beautiful and Chino and Cowboy George I think exemplify what you were saying there it's stripped back it's got this kind of like rockabilly kitchen sink influence kind of thing going on um, but what does Alistair think of your future Arcletta? Well you mentioned it was on Domino and they sort of like did quite well for themselves really by just uh, importing LPs like you know uh, by licensing a uh, like of pavement Sabino that kind of thing then they kind of like moved on to your uh, Franz Ferdinand's and Arctic Monkeys of the world uh, but I think Lawrence who, who runs Domino used to work for Fire and he was kind of like involved in uh, Saturday Spaceman 3 stuff like that so there you go uh, but the LP it's alright it's good in parts uh, it's very good in parts and then there's bits where it's just a bit kind of uh, I don't know loses me interest a bit um, you know, the uh, Cowboy George don't really do it for me that much. Um, you know, it's like a bit rawhide kind of thing going on. Um, I believe it's pronounced rawhide. <laughs> it's by you, Phil, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, in, in, in Funnel of Love, I'm, I was just kind of like, yeah, it's, it's a little bit on the, I don't know, if, yeah, it's, it's that, that kind of like polite stuff in it. Um, but Weather Report 2 is is brilliant, and you can't mention Weather Report without mentioning when Shorty shuffled off this his mortal coil this uh, week. But yeah, it's, 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 there's some very strong points in there. Chino, I thought it was brilliant, like a surfy joy division. Um, and some of the guitar on that, uh, Phil kind of like mentioned last time we did it, he went, Oh, there's a melt banana bit in there. And uh, I think Brendan was ripping into him for that. But he was like, No, there is, like, if you listen to the technique, is that there's a little bit in it that sounds a little bit like melt banana. Um, clearly, with like, the distortion and everything, but you know. It's definitely there. Listen to it, kids. It's there. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's not a bad LP, but it's not an outstanding LP. It's also interesting, right, that um, this was released 
in uh, what year was it? Two thousand nine, if I'm not wrong. Twenty ten, April twenty ten. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, so it was like a two year gap between Imperial Wax Solvent, right? Yeah. Um, and I was just re- reading a review online actually, um, right before we started. So I didn't, you know, I didn't write it down, unfortunately. So I can't substantiate this. But um, the Domino part of that was because they signed to Domino and they'd like sent them like some some tracks that they'd recorded and I think Domino kind of sent them back or had them work on them a little bit more which is pretty much what that uh, new chain around the neck business is referring to in the song Bury which is one of their best songs it's the only song in which Marky Smith says stop messing around clown which apart from being one of the best insults ever that you can throw at a person is very well put on the track but anyway I digress do indeed but a good digression and one that has brought us to the discussion of Marie new way of recording a chain around the neck ding off your trot you can't see out you can't see anything these days um I indeed it is a solid album that, that feels like it's cu- the entire thing is cut from the same cloth it doesn't it seems like it's a cohesive album with some good tracks and I really enjoyed listening to it this week but um yeah I think I cherry pick a few and not listen to the whole thing that often but what does our friend Tim say about it? So he's put compared to most of Imperial Wax Solvent the production here is so much better no more shit and squashed mono in terms of songwriting I think some of it is a little bit sloganish like lots of small key phrases that Mez worries at the edge of he really starts to experiment with vocal texture here to great effect and I love how he shifts and garbles his utterances I think the triumphant moments of the album are absolutely swaggering full of drama and gravitas not seen on a fall album in ever Cowboy George Chino and Weather Report Sonic events equal anything in the catalogue the extended outro Cowboy George makes me melt into my chair, my ear slipping off the side of my face to the floor, arms collapsing in the frame of chair. Chino is deeply affecting in every way, and Weather Report shocked me the first time I heard it, and continues to shake me up every outing. If you throw the shit cover version in the bin, you've got a classic album that shits all over 90% of what was happening in the 90s. For the rest of the record, I really like it, but it's more straight-up rock style, and it's the kind of material I enjoy a lot when it's on, but doesn't stay with me for very long when it's gone. That's I've enjoyed every spin I've given it. You're mute, mate. Stuart Duke's real name. <laughs> Posted on Facebook the other day that Remit, not this album, but Remit is one of the greatest records he's ever heard. Not to spoil too much. I responded with lies and he said, Imagine being wrong about everything all the time. Does it get upsetting, Brendan? Well, it's <laughs> a fighting words, Timothy. Um, but still, Purple Prose, well done. You, you're all making a good case for this album. But holds up with anything in the canon? Come on. It's been... He's been a bit too... uh, He's he's been at the uh, Sherbet Dip again, hasn't he? It's one of those things like we've been listening to the mid-period stuff, right? So it's a long, long time since since we looked at... at hex and uh room to live um we've been we've been on a long journey and we just i think we're just holding on to this thing 
a little bit too yeah, tightly, I don't, aren't I don't think I don't, I don't think it's, it's it holds up quite as well as, I don't know, maybe like slates or something <laughs> like that. Not quite, it's not <laughs> quite slates level, is it? That funnel level of cover. It's not quite, wouldn't quite <laughs> make it up. I mean, it's, it, 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 more, more songs went through on this album than, than this nation's saving grace. But uh, yeah, have a listen to what people said and you tell me whether you agree. Phil, you can go first. In sharp contracts to Imperial Wax's playful, sloppy sprawl, your future our clutter seems Smith assuming the role of military drill sergeant. On perhaps the last great fall album, Mark elevates the zeitgeist into the realm of why songs. He hints that all of these could have been reconfigured, reconjoined, reimagined, and still works. His approach suggests that nothing is fixed and the recorded versions are almost arbitrary versions of his vision. <laughs> Some of that came from Pitchfork, who gave it a very good score. Like um, eight out of ten. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't mind a bit of pretentiousness, but even my alarm bells are ringing with that one. Uh, I'm not, not quite sure. I'm fully on board with their uh, take there. Elevates the zeitgeist into the realm of wise songs. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? How dare they accuse journalists of over-egging the pudding? Um, how about this one, um, Alistair? While much has been made of pavement's debt to the fall, it's Smith who pays off the balance by by showing how that band now influences him and your future our clutter. The best case in point is the epic mop of Chino, which sounds like the fall covering pavement covering the fall. Uh, not really. I think they, they, they're backing up the wrong tree, uh, but they're in the right forest. No further explanation needed. We are in the zeitgeist of Y songs after all. Um, <laughs> Ezra, can I throw this one your way? You're turning. How about this one, Ezra? See what you make of it. The band manages to manipulate p keyboard and guitar sounds so they resemble car alarms just as well as any speed garage act can. So why do the fall not attract teeny boppers but rather aging punks? I think the fall have little musicality especially when compared to the likes of Shakira or Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> that's a review of your well that's, a, that's an interesting one because they start off by conflating the fall with like uh, speed garage so it's, I, I assume the reviewer really hates speed garage <laughs> and then goes on to say how like what was it Keisha and, and who was it Shakira 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 yeah Shakira and Keisha the breasts are just like mountains <laughs> I'm just this like well if Africa. Shakira and Keisha what's, what's your beef with Speed Garage, man. I mean, you know, speed and like I, I was I was absolutely on board with the first half of that. And I've got no beef with Shakira. I've never listened to Keisha, so I've got no horse in that race. But yeah, it's all it, you know, I mean, it depends on the time. I'm not up for Speed Garage or The Fall or Keisha or Shakira at any given time. But I think they all have their merits. Um and yeah, you know, also I just want to give a quick shout out to the fact that the thing that I love about this album musically is actually Eleni and all her keyboard work and I absolutely wouldn't throw Funnel of Love in the bin because that's got some of my favourite fucking organ sounds ever that track and I, I think it's a, a masterpiece of a cover so Indeed. that's it. Well he didn't do a lot of interviews around this time but he did that one with uh, Ian Savinius, is that how you say Al from um, Nation of Ulysses and the makeup 
the soft okay. focus one, which is which is belting. I'm just going to play a random bit because I haven't listened to it this week. So let's see if he says anything interesting. Exploded the center of the city. Do you think it was a real estate scam? Well, it was uh, horrific, really. I was, uh... Really? I see. I, I just learned about this, so I just wanted. I wrote a song about it, actually, Powder Keg. Is that what that's about? Really? Yeah, but it was a year before it happened, so. Uh... I think it, you conjured it up. It was quite weird, really, because what happened was um, planted this bomb under the the, the uh, massive supermarket building. And, um, yeah. Just near it, it's about five minute walk. Being Irish, they, they got it upside down, so, so it could have been a Seven Eleven, what do you call it? What do you call it? Nine Eleven or something. So, it, did they warn everybody beforehand, or uh, about two, five, four minutes before? Really? But the police did a marvelous job because my, my sister was on the bus actually going to work. She, she works in the shops and evacuated everybody, and when it went off. Precog talked about it before. Let me see if he says anything else interesting. Just a musician who doesn't play golf. <laughs> chill out. Oh, is that really? Is that true? That's yeah. a fad. Golf. Yeah. <laughs> golf was Scottish. <laughs> You're you're a Pisces. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not the star sign chat. <laughs> you don't have Pisces, or do you? Piss there's, there's a bit on it where he's well, like talking. Well, I, I'm. There's a bit about Kurt Cobain is the funniest bit, but I don't know where that bit is. Yeah. Let's just play a bit. Can you tell Americans who are young what Dunkirk is? Because I know what it is, but. 1940, when it was all over. It was all over. France was defeated. Belgium was defeated. Yeah. The British army was at the Channel. Yeah, yeah. And that's, surrounded. And that's get. Home and they went home, yeah. but they went home. The Germans stopped, and then the British sent out a flotilla of fishing vessels. No, my grandfather stopped them. Really? <laughs> that's why. That's what I was gonna. All right, Standard Smith. There, bombs, star signs, the Second World War. Come on, are we are we now doing the same thing as we did with Renegade? That the final few chapters are just it's the rest of it rehashed ad infinitum. Anything? I think the that? most part of the interview for me is like when he's talking about this idea of the commodification of of rock music and how like you know if you want to run a festival or be in a rock and roll band now basically you just go to go to university because they've got degrees in it <laughs> I've, i have seen that interview before it's, it's been donkeys <clears throat> it's, it's it's from a while ago isn't it um i i the commodity thing is quite interesting though with all isn't it given the whole mo so pump an album out every year it's it's like it's very commodity focused isn't it it's very he's a very he is a businessman at the end of the day and i've seen references in articles that have kind of aligned him more with that sort of uh james brown band leader entrepreneur type so yeah it's, it's interesting yeah so same one about um about paul Ed from god of our voices and he's they compare him to just a, a sports team like it's a season like every season he's got to play so many games or put out so many records and Smith's more like the businessman who puts out his new product once a year and does this does the shows goes to all the goes to the GMX and, and does all the, the trade shows the every exports, year yeah. they are the exports and uh, he'll be back next year with a with a slightly different product um, but you know some of them products pretty darn good why don't we move on the next album which was Urzat's GB uh, released in uh, 2011 about a year and a half later um, recorded in Metropolis Studios in London and uh, vocals done Al in Torag Smith's vocals oh. for us were done in Torag 
studios. Genre alternative rock. Label now Cherry Red. The uh, the yoke has been taken and they, they go back to um, a s- smaller and uh, maybe a label that is more uh, in tune. And then obviously these days, Cherry Red are trying to hoover up the rights to pretty much all the Falls catalogue so they can put out 90 CD versions of Reformation or a, mm. a, a train filled with outtakes from Room to Live. Uh, it's the 28th <laughs> studio album. Um, it is the first time in the history of the fall that the group have released three consecutive studio albums with the same lineup. <laughs> it's just remarkable. <laughs> and uh, initially, and I think this is where Stu was um, the other week we were talking about, uh, he, he thought maybe another band had recorded parts of this album. Oh, but, yeah. But is that true? I couldn't find anything about that, but I know what happened is he sent them to Berlin to check out a studio in Greenwest says we we did two we did 10 tracks in two days and they all sounded magnificent to others but then mark later said he just wanted to find out how good the studio was and he never even listened to the recordings they made uh in berlin he made them go and do um maybe new songs or whatever because it's weird they, they, they might be in the same tunes but it, and then um yeah he said there were brighter mixes was it you ezra this week who put us who found a series of mixes from one of these records was it this one i don't think so was it no it was it was true uh, but he said that there are brighter mixes of the tracks on Erzatz because they are kind of uh, described as kind, kind of muted a lot of the mix and um but uh, he preferred uh, the the mixes that finally happened because quote brightness does not fit with Erzatz gb and uh, <laughs> wikipedia helpfully says it was influenced by rockabilly and kraut rock so no change <laughs> there and the Erzatz gb received mixed reviews uh, same lineup: Smith, Palou, Spur, Melling, Greenway, produced by uh, Dink, Simon Dink Archer, mostly. Um, while well, he was just before he went off to the Pixies, so um, or Polly Harvey or something, whatever he was doing. What about Alistair? What, what do you make of it? Oh no, let's have a listen to some tracks mm-hmm. off uh, Sats GB. <laughs> Why don't we do that? Let's do that. Eh? Do whatever. Who cares? <laughs> hey, you know what? The, the fans are listening, Alistair. 1,000 downloads of that first episode. It's remarkable, isn't it? That's it. I didn't think I'd, do, I'd be able to do it. No, it took you a long time. Hello?
Green Wave! It's good enough for you! It's good enough for me! It's good enough for you! It's good enough for Red Shack! It's good enough for Richie Sales! Through Australia It was always going to be A matter of time We have to play all the way through. Um, well, you're, you're laughing, but we voted Edge of Chang through. Monocard and Cosmos 7 and Edge of Chang are the only three that have gone through on this. Happy Song, out. Laptop Dog, out. Mask Search, out. Greenway, out. Now, I was mm. I was irked that Greenway didn't get his day in the sun. Um, but, Philip, what do you make of Ersatz GB? Well, I think this is probably the uh, heaviest album that the four put out. And I, I say that as it inspires the Metal E. Smith playlist uh, that I've been compiling as we get through this. Um, which I think I should, I should reveal both of them once we get to the end of round one that feels to me like a, a good time to kind of uh, dig into those yes please um, and we start to see just a, I, I think again I started to, to get the impression at this point that Spur really was the riff master uh, at this point group I think a lot of the riffs he's developing and I think Greenway doesn't really lead the way with much of this stuff he is he's more comfortable bouncing off the other ideas that are uh, that are out there I think there's, there's some real high points with Eleni on this album. Uh, happy song, obviously, but I, I think again the electronics is, is working really well. Um, I, I don't like the production on this album. Didn't like the production particularly on the last one either. Um, I think it, it leaves certain bits of the band exposed and not particularly in good way. Um, see, Greenway's got his uh, effects card back off uh, Smith, where he's allowed to put distortion on and stuff, um, which I, I, I think is uh, is better for his style of playing. Um, but I, I, And it's definitely something something new to, to add to Paul's sound. I was wondering, actually, about that record that we did um, on the solo mess stuff, you know, the, the metal record that he did, was it Mutant or something? I'm 
missions, yeah? Yeah, so I'm wondering what time period that was. Was that before or after this? Because I, I did wonder whether Greenway had kind of opened his mind a little bit to getting involved in metal. Um, don't, I don't know when that album came out. Let me have a look while, you, while you're chatting. It's 2011, isn't it, or something stupid? Because the, uh, I, I, I think it's... Say that again, or? Might have been a bit before the, uh, the other project. Might, might have been, might yeah. have been. I, I, was, I don't know, I guess I was trying to find some nice things to say about Greenway, really, in terms of his uh, his his stuff on the on the on the record and his contribution to the to the band. Uh, there's some there's some shite on this record. Uh, that uh, Nate will not return in particular. I, I really do not like that record at all. Um, and were he's actually allowed to go fully metal with the type of stuff that he does, Monocard, I think that actually works really really well. I think that's a really great tune. Uh, and I think everything comes together. Smithy again proving he can sing anything um, but the, the rest of the album is a real mixed bag I think it suffers for the production it suffers from a little bit of a not quite sure this is a good direction for to be going in really not quite sure it's playing to the strengths and stuff perhaps a little bit too self-indulgent places uh, for, uh, for the audience um, but I do think it finishes again on a, on a high where I've seen them come which I think is another great track um, so yeah it's a bit of a trend of, of being able to pull it out the, at the last minute because I, I, I do not believe Edge of Chan exists and I refuse to admit that it exists um, yeah I think that's, that's about it for me really I, the only I guess the only the thing that I really don't like about his style is when he goes into this fuzzed up Neil Young type thing which I just oh you're still on Greenway yeah still on Greenway <laughs> uh, I'm not going to let it go it's, nasty uh, noise nasty noise Peter nasty noise Peter it, it's it's not a style I enjoy listening to it's not a style I have a lot of time but uh, he's he's very good at what he does but it's uh, it's just not oh, hold on he's, he's here he's... <laughs> <laughs> what's that Peter no 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 he's not talking about you friend. what's that nasty Peter? Saying nice things alright they call again. them and again he's just delivering the milk <laughs> I'm done alright oh, we've not talked about the artwork so um we didn't uh Earth TV, do you want to say something about it? It's it's uh... well, I, I really don't like our future your quarter, uh your future record. Uh I, I it's for some I find it incredibly off putting that that cover art. Uh I think it feels very sterile, um which I don't like. Okay. Um, Sats is better, but it doesn't feel like a fall album. It's really weird. It's it's like it reminds me a bit of uh, Are You a Missing Winner? You know, it's in that Star Wars font and it just looks a bit odd. Yeah, I don't know. So. It's an interesting, like, non-collage collage, isn't it? So it, it is like mm. it It just looks like someone got, like, 20 essentially random things and stuck them all together. There's a set of teeth on there that look like the teeth on Uncle Meat by uh, Zappa, but I don't think it's a direct reference to it. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of nice. It's, a, it's such a weird collage. Mm. That, like, the background <laughs> is actually, like... A little bit composed and then he's just got like it's just like ha ha a piece of paper just hacked <laughs> and just stuck yeah, but... like the shittiest kind of like uh 90s kind of uh like graphic design yeah uh it's about it's, kennedy apparently it's the it's the fall i do think it's got a lot of the fall but i, I think it's got a lot of similarities to something like room to live yeah. it's got uh it's it's an yeah, almost like comparing the, two, comparing the two it is very much like art versus graphic design like one's like a work about the other one's something that some guy you know 
behind the laptops just come up with. Um, uh, so yeah. yeah well, why why are you here, Al? Tell us about uh, Sats GB. What's your, what's your feelings? Again, it's alright. You know, it's got some like strong points. I mean, I, I was fine this with with sort of um, some little uh, fall LPs. There's, there's always something chucked in there that might surprise you. Um, and uh, then there's loads of stuff that you just go in. Oh come on, can you not just finish this one now? Um, so you, you know, I agree with uh, Phil. It's, it's got more of a sort of rock direction to it at times, but then other the times it just seems to kind of lack direction. Um, but you know, they, they sound like they're having a laugh with with Greenware mono cards, very Sabbathy, very it's very decent effort, and uh, the uh, Finbar Saunders cover of uh, I've seen them come. Uh, it was a nice kind of like Stooges dirge. Um, but yeah, at times it's just a, a bit sort of. I can see what you're trying to do, um, and I can see that you've been listening to sort of like different stuff, but it's not like dead cohesive. Okay, I think the songs aren't there. I think for me, that's the difference. I think as much as I don't feel like Imperial Wax, and I think it's a bit too poppy, I think the songs are actually decent. And uh, your future clutter's got the odd one, but I think this and remit. I know people like it, and there's the song off spots but I just don't think the songs are there I don't think there's enough good uh, poly music and I don't think Smith's lyrics across are, are, are strong but there's I mean of course there's moments in, in everything and uh, yeah I, I love Greenway and it makes me laugh out loud whenever I hear it um, it is funny it is very funny yeah but it, it, again this this these three albums I'm not going back to them as much in the, unlike something like Reformation where I maybe kind of have reconsidered it a little bit maybe just because I haven't spent as much time with these with Remit and Ursats that, that I, I haven't uh, haven't forgiven them yet for not being the top shelf of fall records. How about you, Ezra? Have you forgiven them or do they not need your forgiveness? Well, they don't need it for sure, but yeah, I don't know. Ursats GB is a little bit like, I don't know whatever really um, that was my feeling whilst listening to it you know and and i hadn't you know i hadn't noticed that about the production to your future our clutter but i think i infinitely preferred just that one kind of guitar in the in the sound um and yeah it's a bit murky and i think the thing for me is is that there's like a much more of a kind of a proggy edge in the music uh when i think back to like uh you know heads roll and um uh country on the click i feel like with this new band they had a I'm, and i'm not sure where it was coming from but to me it feels quite proggy but it, it's kind of ham-fisted prog um and there's nothing nothing at all wrong with that but the songs don't really coalesce in the way that like you know they could that's my feeling on this album and it's pretty much what you were saying brendan and i would agree and yeah you know of course there's high points and i really enjoy the cosmos 7 for some reason um, uh, happy song is lovely monocard i'm an enormous fan of but yeah you know like i i feel you know actually i feel like uh compared to your future our clutter this is much weaker which is strange because you would expect them to you know continue on their upswing having done two perfectly good records to go and and unlike reformation there's no real excuse here unless there was an excuse maybe maybe the health of uh smith was you know the reason but it, it it seems like this could have been much better. I'm not sure why it wasn't. Reading into the 
I, I was just gonna. I, I, I think I don't think it is Smith. I think Smith's mm. pretty strong on this album. I, I, I think I do. The reason I'm banging out with the guitar is because I, I think that's the weakest thing in the chain, really, at this point in the, in the band. And I, I, I get the impression that it's the that he's not getting the throughput of musical ideas, which is is why I said the same about the about the tricky second album and the the kind of he's. It feels to me like Greenway's trying lots of different things out, trying to see what sticks and on this album he's reverted I suspect he's a bit of a um, effects guitarist that likes having lots of different textures going on in his playing because you can get away with a bit of a slower stiffer arm style of playing get away is probably the wrong way of putting it but the, but you, you take my point um, and he's I yeah I, I just think that's where it's struggling a bit really um, on this on this album it's it's, it's just not got the, uh, the depth that it needs to keep it interesting I'm going to put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode you are Peter Greenway or a member of his family first friends <laughs> I want to I want to have a stiff drink before you listen to this <laughs> it's 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 the band in, in, uh, as a whole I think a uh, consensus seems to be they're just not coming up with the goods as much on the record and Smith's um, health seems to have been at its worst I can't quite track all the dates but um, there's definitely a lot of talk of health on your future are cluttering less so it almost to the point where your future sounds like a bit of a concept album about mortality or or ill health slippy floor and uh, hot kick and all of those ones but this one does it also you know does as well he starts banging on about when can I get out of this hospital exactly and um, I, I think that might have uh, whether it was intentional or not held the album together a bit more and this one seems disparate and it doesn't have yeah uh, we'll stop saying bad stuff now uh, let's see what, what some of the reviews are like let's oh. let some other people say some bad things yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ezra why don't you respond to this one this is Pitchfork who gave it 2.2 out of 10 what would a total failure of a fall album sound like and how would it be different from this one what does it mean when it's impossible to tell the band's new record from a weak parody of what they've been doing for the last few years if you remove Smith's vocals it would be irredeemable totally generic hard rock hold this shabby grueling album next to Hex Induction Hour or Ben Sinister or the Marshall Suite um, and it falls apart Ezra? I suppose if you're paid to be critical about music rather than to be a fan of music then this is a pretty accurate review um, but yeah you know like no one's safe tonight I, I, the Ezra no one's safe I prefer to think of myself as a fan of music and so yeah I like the sloppy rock and um, deranged vocals but yeah you know I mean yeah as I was saying before I, I do not feel like this is you know in some ways I think you could argue uh, post-reformation is the better album of the two uh, but I think that would be a dirty dirty fight <laughs> 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 There's eye gouging going on in that one, isn't there? Two semi-comatose drunks battling <laughs> in the foreground <laughs> of a 24-hour garage. Um, Alistair, what about this one? The current lineup has coalesced as the heaviest fall yet, begging this question. Are you this dark when you join the fall, or does the band start to encroach on you like a weird mould? Ursatz GB is a stellar and impressive album from an unmistakable genius, and the tightest, most skillful lineup of the band yet embracing heavy metal crowd walk and psycho billy creating one of the 
finest albums ever. Essential tracks, Greenway, <laughs> Age of Chang. Greenway. Age of Chang taking off. Alistair. <laughs> yeah. It's a very interesting uh, <laughs> review by somebody who's very easily pleased, I think. Um, I don't think I'd be quite as polite. Um, well, not so much polite, it's full of prayers, that isn't it? That's the, the really strange thing. Glowing. Um, really liked Age of Chang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just kind of like dead mechanical. Uh, but that, yeah, that, that's a bit of a daft review. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not like a. It's a real stinker, like you know. But it's it's not as good as they're making it out to be. Yeah. They're kind of agreeing with us, but just going over the top because Phil was banging on about it being heavy. They're, they're heavy. Yeah, no, I, I can get behind that kind of critic because they're at least like you know. I, I would just hope that they say the same thing for every single record that they review. <laughs> 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 Best song, Edge of Chang. Oh, uh, Phil, what about this one? Your future Alclutter was respectable, but Ursat's GB easily betters it for its devotion to a monolithic construction. Far from weakening the structure, the preparation of deceptively simple rock band ingredients makes a firm and weighty and smooth direction that rarely wobbles. Their best <laughs> album in years. There's so much going on. Black Sabbath, The Stooges, crazy lyrics. Great effort. Crazy, crazy lyrics. <laughs> I don't know who wrote that one. It's, uh, it's nice. It's nice to see somebody enjoying the album that much, isn't it? I'm, I'm not sure if I'm in the same party, but uh, it's nice to see somebody having a, having a good time. It is indeed. Well, why don't we have a listen to another uh, little bit of an interview that he did. He was on the Today Show on the December the 31st, 2011. Let's see if we can randomly come across something good. Or we... Who's getting that one then? Just be Those another... Guests on Red Christmas, don't they? Aye, well, we'll see, won't we? In Smith is the frontman of the punk group The Fall. The great John Peel was one of his backers. And he's one of Stuart Lee's favourite musicians. So we set up um, what apparently is a rare interview in Smith's hometown, Salford. Ladies and gentlemen, we are shortly arriving into Manchester This year, vast swathes of the BBC relocated to. Wasn't in Manchester for any length of time. Fucking Stuart Lee. Yeah, exactly. Dad, I'm number one in New Zealand. I know. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Just keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I'm a Smith man, you know, I've always, I've always been at the back of the class, I never wanted to. You know. Yeah, but you can. But one of the great advantages of being a Smith man, yeah. there's always five Smiths in every class in my school, so yeah. they always used to get you confused. Mm. Great advantage. Way that the artist hadn't originally intended, you know, and, he, and it was a sellout and whatever. And I sort of bought into that as a kid, but weirdly, nah. well, because that was a dispute about who wrote. Well, it. I was through. No, I was a bankrupt or something. I bankrupt about. Uh, oh, right. So, uh, so it went to the receivers. No, it went uh, to the record label. So um, he gets, he seems to be getting on quite well with Stuart Lee because Stuart Lee always this thing how Smith hates him and changes the lyrics to his songs. It's a bit uh, as much as I love Stuart Lee. Yeah, it's not about you, Stuart, is it? Um, so yeah. Uh, but he seems to get on quite well with Smith in this interview and that the, the uh, Smith does the old line about liking to be the Smith and he came top in English and no one noticed him at the back of the class and all that stuff and uh, yeah nice not a long one worth a listen you get the impression though that he's he's at this moment in his his, uh, his career in his life that there's a bit of stability around him he's quite comfortable in that didn't he and he's, he's not being as obtuse as he, uh, as he normally is no he's, he's gentleman Smith 
life and um and, and it's nice it's uh good to hear him and his views on migrants <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh and, and then he goes into in that interview a, a bit more about the touch sensitive and i think that julie talks about um you know he used to think it was a sellout but but he's okay now because the fall did it and yeah smith says you know he's done that line where you know suddenly touched he was bankrupt so they used touch sensitive on that car advert and suddenly everybody wrote it and then he's in court arguing over like the meaning of lyrics about spaceships and stuff like that and who like in the end like five people got a writing credit on it so steve only like who wrote like 75 percent of, of the songs in the first half and doesn't have a writing credit on on most of them yeah. uh must be uh weeping into his bitter mm-hmm. proper punks all right why don't we move on to the final album tonight which is um <laughs> remake 2013 so um again another couple of years really well, it, was, it was more like a year and a half again um again on cherry red um let's have a listen to some of the tracks off remit <laughs>
So very much a game of two halves for me. This one, the um, the songs that hit home for me are "Magical," "Kinder of Spine," "Hittite Man," "PMDMA Years," "Jet Plane." When lyrically, uh, wonderful stuff, but good fifty percent just fades into the background for me. William Ray, "Noise," "No Respect," "Rev," "Victrola Time." So it, I've got a real soft spot for this album, but only certain tracks i'm cherry picking it um but he, he's definitely smith is saving the day and it's stripped back again i think it's got it's it's tight and it's not as heavy um and the first time in the history of the fall they've released four consecutive studio albums with the same lineup um it peaked to number 40 uk charts didn't really do that well but um i like it a lot and the cover um similar to grotesque many many years earlier again drawn by his sister suzanne I think she did three. I can't remember what the other one is, but she she did grotesque. It's wise old man cover. <laughs> she might have done that, but I think there's another album. I, I might be wrong. But anyway, I don't like it as much as grotesque. I don't think it's got the same charm. But it's a it's an interesting little picture. I probably would have liked it without those eyes down the side and stuff. But uh, you know, it's nice that he's keeping his uh, keeping it in the family, and uh, she does a good job. But uh, Alistair, what what do you make of Remit? I think it's uh, probably one of the stronger later LP so there's some some really good stuff on here actually um some dead amusing stuff uh, like Smith's vocals like the sound of it and some of the other stuff he's coming out with is, is brilliant uh, all the stuff <laughs> on it from spiders uh, that's just completely oh, spider salmon <laughs> all of that um, but yeah, there's loads of bits that make, make me laugh loads I mean even noise it's like human burberton in it you know it's just a bullying in action maybe we go it's a live session for you um, yeah, Hittite man. Uh, you know, you've got some nice groovy stuff on there. Uh, in some of the, the like the skit stuff, like pre uh, MDMA years, it's, it's like it's all right. It, it's coming at it from a, another perspective, you know, that from the, the rest of the LP, it's, it's adding something else to the, to the textures of it. Um, and you know, there's some really good like pop fodder in there, uh, like No Respects Rev. Um, and um, you know, Jet Plan's a pretty good tune as well. Um, where it's, it starts sounding a bit into Xy, uh, which I think you might have uh, commented on last time we covered it. Um, yeah, I think for for um, a later post Peel LP, um, it's damn good one. It's got a lot of charm, like it a lot. Um, very funny in parts, and we talk a lot about Smith started experiment with his vocals. This from this point on, this and the next two albums that's really where where he does that um no you know and no more to great effect than on Spider's beautiful um on, a, on an unrelated note what does uh tim think of <laughs> whatever the last record was called <laughs> That's a really good question. He loves it. You. He loves it. I know. Well, you might you might be asking yourselves at home, what would Tim think of us at GB? Well, I'll tell you. Go on Facebook. He's all over it now, just telling us everyone out what he thinks. Look, can you want to start? Like the you've, uh, the levy is broken. What went wrong? This album is so weak in comparison to your future. I clutter and everything that came after. Cosmo Seven is a good start with some lovely layering of Mark's newfound yodeling form and voice as the 
only interesting instrument. Everything else shuffles along to no effect. Taking off is all right, a bit bland, and then we get a run of absolute doggerel into a happy song. Chases up a bit of pleasantish pop. Monocard is the only song to stand out for reason, mainly for the brilliant lyrics and dysfunctional version of a doom metal track, with all the instruments set up completely incorrectly for the genre. This one almost reaches the heady heights of the last record. What are the last three songs? Who gives a shit? Well, we we pretty much agree there, but while he's here, let's 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 turn that throne upside down and hear what he thinks of Remit, the best record the fall ever made. Well, let's 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 hear let's hear his views. He says, taken as a whole album, the best since uh, RNFLP. Was that Billy Fallout Pete? Yes, it's a long Instead time of a before, shit fifteen cover, years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a shit cover, we have a shit skit track to throw in the bin. But even the noise isn't so bad. Everything else is just top quality from start to finish, and they actually achieve a fairly varied color palette throughout. William Ray improves on the desertly sounding riff, rock riff of the last few albums and is a really enjoyable and propulsive track beefed up nicely by Elaine Kinder is a sharp jolt into a nightmare a cosmic realm beyond compare. Hittite man Britty's boyfriend said Hittite man broods and ends on a death battle more overwhelming than I can convey. Pre-MDMA is the best sort of interlude before no respect Rev gives up a trad new fall workout then from Victrola to Lordstones there isn't a waste breath, constant little oral surprises, spirals of madness, fall bliss, the best shit. Have a word with yourself, Stuart. <laughs> but I agree, I agree mostly. Um, Kinder Spy and Hittite Man, Irish Jam Song and Jet Plane all went through as well as Victrola Time and the remainder of the, uh, the EP that shall not be named. Um, so a, a good chunk of, of songs went through, no pre-MDMA years unfortunately. Um, Ezra, what about Remit for your good self? It's definitely a couple of notches at least up the ladder from Urzak's. Uh, and that's really nice. And yeah, you you like there is you know I I'm not hundred percent behind. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as Tim. I'm more of a your future our clutter man myself. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, Kinder of Spine is definitely high up the list of best ever full tracks. And so. You know, even just with that, I think it's punching above the weight of uh, post-Reformation and Urzats. Uh, and happily for us, it's got more. And yeah, like the pre-MDMA years, enormous fan of that one. <laughs> Irish is its special fun. Yeah, you know, it's good. It's good. But Kinder of Spine is his boss here. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Philip, do you concur? I, I think I do, yeah. Um, this is certainly the best. Uh, for, for my money, this is the best of the three. Um, and I've been doing a lot of harsh criticism on Greenware tonight. But this, uh, for my money, is is where the, 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 the alchemy starts to happen now. And I, I, I put my finger on the fact it's where he's drawing, it's the wells that he's drawing the water because it changes substantially on this album. He's got all that shitty edge U2 crap out of his system. He's, 
he's blown his distorted uh, doom lord on uh, on Monoka. Um and now it's where he's all the tracks that you've been gushing about there, like Kendall Spine and stuff, it's the monksiest of of the albums, this. I think in terms of where he how he's getting his sound and where he's getting his ideas from. So we that there's a there's a few tracks which sound like the monks uh from a guitarist point of view on this album, but it's it doesn't sound exactly like the monks. It just you know where he's taking the reference from. You've got a bit more of a birdsy hybrid picking style in some of the song well, which pulls off really well. It suits his style. And then you've got things like Irish, which again is were before it sounds like four beef heart. It now sounds like someone who can play beef heart who's now doing his own thing with it. And it's like he's really started to blossom now. And it it just made it lifts the whole album because everybody else is kind of doing what they always do. Eleni's always great. Uh you've got is it Spur and Mel in the rhythm section? They're they're like they're just solid. They just turn up and they do a job. The journey session musicians, they're not particularly inspirational. Um so you need it to come from somewhere else. And Greenway hasn't really been put on the to last album, but here he really does. And you can he tries he tries different things out and it works. So you've got uh what's the track? Jet playing as well, where he plays that almost battlesy kind of riff uh that carries it all the way through and it works. It's Right, it really lifts, uh, and it's to to my ear, it's just like Smith has been trying to train him as a guitarist. He's been throwing different things at him to listen to. It's like, no, listen to Link Ray. Stop listening to your Metallica albums. You've got to listen to the Monks album. You've got to listen to Beefa. You've never heard Trackmaster Replica. Get on this, and it's like it's all starting to seep through in his actual playing now. And that's I I, I really really like this album. Whereas both the previous albums. Albums, I think they kind of get better as they go on. Um, I don't really like the starts of the previous album. The first half is like normally a bit weak. This is is solid all the way through. There's a there's a couple of missteps. Jam song I could do without, and and Sir William Ray I probably do without as well. But the rest of it I, I think is really solid. And even noise, uh, I I I think that cements Greenway's uh, status as a fall guitarist. You know, you're not really a member of the band until Smith has slagged you off in public, are you? So, uh, um, I, I, this is, I, I really, really like this, and this is my favourite read. Um, and I, I even think it finishes on a really, really strong note as well, um, uh, with, uh, Lord Stones, which I, I, I think is just a nice kind of come together poppy sort of, um, refinement of everything else in the album. But yeah, it's, a, it's good. Did somebody say redemption arc? <sighs> Maybe I'm going to leave that till the next two though, because we got the. I I think no, this is probably my my favorite period of late fall. Oh yeah, I mean we had the dip. I think they came in show Imperial Wax fine, solid. It's okay, it's not bad. And then Patchy, those three, your future, you know, Ersatz, remit, take them all, leave them. There's bits, there's bobs, but. Oh, oh, those last. Two I think days. I think this is the I think this is the start of the upswing. This the, I think I really like. I know you're not as fond of remit, but I, I I'm I'm kind of more of Ezra and Al on this. I think this is a good album. Um, There's bits. I'll take it. It's got it's got uh, more about it than I think it, it is setting the scene for the next two, which are very strong. Oh, yes, um, one thing that really interested me actually on the uh, playlist was the uh, vocal version. The Yelaney vocal version of Hittite Man, which I thought was infinitely stronger than the uh, 
uh, version that exists on the record. And it was it was quite interesting listening to that because yeah, it was like you know. This well, should we have really a listen? Else. Yeah, yeah, put yeah, it on. Listen. I think Has, we don't really have any more interviews. I won't play any more of that uh, that soft focus, even though it's funny. Should we should have a listen to that? But um, let's have a let's have a bit of a listen to the uh, Hittite man Eleni version. Is that an outtake or is that a live one? Don't know what that's from. It's just got more of those Eleni backing vocals, really, isn't it? Is that that's the big the big lift there? She doesn't sing anything else on it though. I was just looking through, right? Uh. It's just the backing vocals, but it's nice. Don't know where that's from, to be honest. Really suits the uh, uh, composition, though, doesn't it? It just adds a, another little texture to it. I think it's a great tune. I mean, it puts it really well. Mm. It, it that's the thing about the, the the good songs on on the remit. They are they they do something unique and different that's that, that you've not the fall hasn't done before. Like the fall hasn't done a song like that before, like that that uh, deserty rock hittite man kind of thing, and like uh, desert psychedelia isn't yeah it? yeah it's really really good and um it, and uh, yeah that's what that handful of songs really um really uh strikes home but here but here's what some people thought what do you reckon to this one alistair remit leans towards dense unwieldy tangle of rockabilly 60s proto-punk music concrete and sci-fi synth tones messy and menacing a bar fight that ends in broken glass and slippery floors not by bar fights but it's a good lp isn't it? <laughs> it's not bad it's not bad how about this Phil it's hard to make a case for the last 10 years of the Falls work except to say well it wasn't so bad there's some glimmers of the old Fall in there Mez was like a late era Brando he was a legend on his last legs, showing some glimmers of what made him extraordinary. But his epic tirades are now trimmed down to fragments and catchphrases. Greenway's guitar, however, now runs the show and has come to this fitful table with a fistful of crackled and gnarled 60s garage rift for the marquee to smore, to sprawl all over. Uh, yeah, yeah, I probably go along with most of that. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, pretty, I, that's, I pretty much aligned with that view, yeah. Smith legend on his last legs with his epic tirades trimmed down to fragments. Oof. I think so. It's, uh, I, I don't think that's particularly cruel. I think that's just quite accurate at the time, isn't it? He's, he's not exactly a spring chicken, 
met this punk right here, and he's he's your uh, age. I don't, I don't, I don't think that he he's one of the things I adore about Michael Smith is that he did not go quiet into that good night. <laughs> he did rage against the dying of the light. But even even uh, even raging, uh, I, I don't think he could throw as heavy a punch as he could perhaps when he was twenty five. <laughs> No, it's a quiet <laughs> storm, isn't it? There, there's some pithy stuff and some funny stuff in there, but you ain't getting uh, a, 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 an intricate narrative like J. Temperance. That's not no. Good. I mean, it's uh, the the track we've just been gushing about, Hittite Man, is is probably the closest you're going to get to any kind of narrative in these uh, these later tracks, aren't they? But, no, no, it's going on a bit spiders earlier. It's, when it's, it's interesting. Say that again. It's going on a bit spiders earlier, so you know. It was going on a bit spiders. That's not his, though, is it? And that Presley's. The uh, Kendra Spider. No, no, Presley only uh, wrote uh, "No Respects Rev." It's it's only I, I, you know not wanting to preempt the next discussion, but uh, I think that you know we we're talking about stamina. The the final track is a pretty good one. Yeah, how about this, Ezra? I have to say, Remit is awesome. Marky Smith is impressive. There are eight rocks. There are guitarists that go hard. Granted, the vocals are all over the place, but it's a big improvement on Ersatz GV. The sterile desiccated splatters that heighten the altered states evoked by Smith's declaimed vocal fragments, attenuated amplified buzz, buzz, buzz and vacuum squawk of keyboards, the songs buried down in a hunker. As with nearly all of the Fall albums, this album does it what it wants to do, forcing the listener sub to submit to its terms. Feels accurate enough. I like the vacuum squawks. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, like, I feel like Smith is a vocalist and as a singer. Maybe he, you know, like at a certain point he stopped bettering himself, but I feel like he evolved and he maintained a pretty decent level. You know, I, I think he could still, like, pack a powerhouse of a punch when he chose to. And, you know, I, I kind of, like, to me, the interesting thing is that essentially now he had kind of realised his his dream as such of just, like, having total control. I, I think, you know, maybe up until this point, there were still some areas where he he see, might have, may have ceded some control to certain members, but now he had the years, uh, and he had the, he had the frailty to just reign supreme. I'm not sure. I don't know. Fantasize moment. Fair enough. It, it definitely was a very different relationship with the band, um, with the lads, and uh, what one of of uh, almost like a family at that point, I think. And so it is interesting that the, the, the young lad Greenway stepped up to to help with the old timer. It his hour of need and uh, here's a question that Rob threw at me uh, Rob McLeod Integral Wizard who's guessed a couple of times threw at me he said do you think any songs of these albums he said they last five or six but of these three do you think any songs go into the last 16 maybe even last 32 um, here we go there's there's the list including what's gone through anyone want to call any of these going down to the last 16 I can't say what's that can you see, you see the list, right? Yeah. I know Ezra's going to vote for Remainder. You reckon? You reckon Remainder is going to go all the way, Ezra? I think a few of those songs go all the way. I'm not going to 
tell you which. <laughs> I, I'll, I will. I'll stick my neck out. So I, I reckon weather report. Yeah, yeah. I reckon I probably nothing off her sats. No. Um, but I could see Kinder or Hittites getting through quite quite far. Last sixty four. I reckon Kinder Hittite weather report. Monocard's got a chance, but probably not. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, weather report Hittite man and Kinder go go far. But you know, I've been wrong before. I brought me out and like you did with pre-MDMAs but um, well that was a delightful trek through the falls um, almost late late period we got one more of these to do we'll have a go at it after uh, after the next set of episodes which will be the end of uh, round one remarkably but um, so this is why you wanted to do the five albums isn't it because you don't want to do that big epic rant that you need to do at the start of the next episode no no I look forward to it it's good I don't know what what else would be added to it it was very stable at that point wasn't it i mean eleni goes but uh, other than and he dies but other than other than that it's uh, business as usual does that put it in like the names of his milkmen and things like that how that changed over the years to make it more interesting uh, yeah. no, you can just say business as usual until death until death uh so next week we're going to try something a little bit different which may or may not go out on the normal pod but uh, we're going to have a look at a couple of records that were live albums from the early days 77 78 so um if everyone's up for that we can dig into uh, the fall early live stuff mm. really looking forward to it i've not really listened to any live albums uh, i've heard live tracks but i've never listened to like gigs and bootlegs and stuff so i am super looking to so what i'll do the real version better to probably find it on quite well so i'll send you the same link all right Oh, 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 oh,